We finally have a decision in the Deshaun Watson case. 11 games. The impact of those 11 games, the impact of a contract not tolling, how it impacts the Browns season, our thoughts on all of that, and a look into week two of the preseason. All right here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Here my friend and co-host, your boy Q. It's going to be a fun Friday episode. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Here my friend and co-host, your boy Q. It's a Friday edition here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. Q, what's up, man? We man. Mi- I missed you last week. <laughs> yeah, you know it happens every once in a while. Not too often, but every once in a while, the schedule gets a little crazy. Bless you. The schedule gets a little yeah, crazy, you- and, you know, you just can't uh, you can't make it happen. But I appreciate you holding me down. I'm ready to be back for another week. Uh, preseason action is going on. Two weeks around the whole NFL for the Raiders, who I cover uh, for the Lockdown Raiders podcast. It's actually going to be week three. But... Again, that's because they had the Hall of Fame game. So, yeah, man, it's getting closer and closer to the regular season, and that's really all that matters. It, it is all that matters, and all that matters all mattered on Thursday was the Deshaun Watson decision. 11 games the NFL gives him, and a $5 million fine. Q, you and I were, were, were preaching and saying, hey, this is probably going to be a full year. Yeah. Come short of that, almost doubles the amount of games what was your take when you saw it? Well, first of all, I thought it was going to be a long, drawn-out process. I, I mean, I told everyone who would listen that it was going to take forever, similar to what happened with Zeke Elliott, similar to what happened with Tom Brady. But no, instead, they came up with a, a, a settlement, and so they didn't have to take it to court, and it didn't become one of those, like I said, long, drawn-out processes. So, uh, you know, we all knew that the NFL wanted to have 17 games, which is a whole season. Uh, that uh, Obviously, he had a, six games at first, so they met in the middle. You know, they came up with 11 games, and the funniest thing about it regardless how you feel about the amount of games like I'm okay with the amount of games but it's it's funny that the first game back is up against the Houston Texans that is no coincidence at all yeah it's one of those things that everyone's first reaction was wow the NFL's found a way to set this up and it's destined to make money and that's gonna I think there's no denying that right like it's 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 something that's that's part of the you know it's, it's going to be part of the storyline as soon as he comes back he's playing his former team and all right. of that that's certainly a concern sell some but tickets I, brother I, I sell some tickets past... <laughs> right selling tickets is a big deal right but I, I think even bigger than that is that now we know for a fact that he's coming back in, in, in this situation we get more details as to how this impacts both him and the browns on the season now one you know, there are some people out there that feel like this punishment is still not enough. It should have been a full year. And, you know, immediately everyone starts going to how this impacts the Browns. But there's a lot of people still wondering, is like, what does this say about the NFL and how serious these, these they take these kind of allegations, right. these kind of cases? And not, it's no longer allegations. The, the, the judge even said who initially gave the six-game suspension that he did violate and that he did the things that he's been accused of here um, and that these act- actions were egregious. So it, it sends out a, a tone that I think the NFL, I'm very curious to see how it follows them. You know, Deshaun Watson's still claiming innocence, still right. still not remorseful in his statements there. And it, it's what I said all along his cue is if, if, if there's a suspension and he comes back sometime this year, it will follow him in the Browns all season long and maybe even longer uh, as, you know, after a game, win or lose, 
there will be questions about it. There will be comments about it. There will be fans booing them. Heck, at their first preseason game, the yeah. Jaguars fans yep. were letting him have it, saying things that we can't say on air. Uh, <laughs> And it, it it got crazy. I just this is a this is one of the many reasons I've been like, man. However this plays out, it, I don't think it will look good for the Browns. If the Jaguars are giving you the business, you know you're in trouble, right? Because it's the Jaguar <laughs> yeah. fans, right? It's not like it's Philadelphia. It's not like it's Oakland, or you know, it's not like it's some somewhere where it's like, man, this is a a rough a rough town. I mean, when Jaguar fans are giving you the business, that's a problem. But I'll say this in all seriousness that. It's a situation now where the NFL has an opportunity because the reason why Sue L. Robinson ruled it as six games is because that was the precedence that was set by the NFL. When you go back and you look at uh, the Zeke Elliott situation, the Ben Roethlisberger situation, that's what they've done. So she couldn't go out of her way and say, okay, well, we're going to give you a whole year because it, was, it wouldn't align with what they did. So now I'm, I'm interested to see if they change what it is when it comes to punishments if it has to do with sexual assault or these kind of situations. Now they have an opportunity to say, okay, look, you know what? This six-game suspension that we actually paved the way for is not right. Now we've got to go back and fix things. And then if they can go back to the collecting, uh, collective bargaining uh, agreement and fix things and make it so something like this that was egregious gets nothing but a, uh, at least a year. Hey, if you do something like this, it's a year. No questions asked, done deal. Now if they are able to put something like that in, then the NFL is making moves. Until then, the NFL kind of, they kind of made their own bed. Now they got to lie in it. That's the situation. <laughs> That's certainly the situation uh, we're all today's episode is also brought to you by Elias with the NFL season right around the corner. Don't wait. Find the Elias game plan app in the app store or Google or the play store today. But I also want to talk about the contract implications of this. So early in the, in the intro, I talked about the contract not tolling. Basically that means that the, uh, the, the, this contract will now carry into next next year because it's not a full season suspension and it's only 11 games so in that in those terms basically deshaun watson the, you know the million dollars that he was guaranteed this year will go into go into effect but the 46 million dollars he's guaranteed next year will be due to him so he will make all of that money uh which is pretty interesting but you also look at what it does for this for the brown salary cap He's going to cost $54.9 million wow. against the cap, essentially $55 million yeah, yeah. against their salary cap this year. With the contracts as is, with Watson, Garrett, Conklin, John Johnson, Joel Batonio, Jedrick Wills, uh, Nick Chubb, Denzel Ward, Amari Cooper, Wyatt Teller, all the all got all those guys, David and Joku, a bunch of guys that are earning in the you know, earning a lot of money and, and have a high cap number. The Browns are expected to be have a cap space of over $32.7 million. Granted, they can shave a bunch of that off. That yeah. number might go down a bit because um, you know, the the NFL's revenue going up every year kind of helps, you know, helps teams and you know pushes the cap up and gets it higher so that it makes it you know less hard on the team on the teams to keep players on the team. Uh, but still, that's an obstacle they're gonna have to clear. And with the, all the investment you've made to get to Sean Watson, the draft picks it cost you and the money you've already spent out, it, it, I think it really puts the Browns in a win now mode. And they're going to be in a win now mode with the guy that they paid to get all that, you know, paid all this to get out 11 games. 
It sounds like they need to win this year, <laughs> right? It sounds Almost, like they, yeah. need to, they need to go win it this year because of all the money that they dish out. But again, like you said, uh, the front office, they can figure out a way to shave that down and clear all that cap space up. That's what a, a lot of teams do, including the New Orleans Saints. They do it like each and every year. The Patriots, they've made a habit of doing it. So other teams could, I mean, they could do it. They can get it done. It's not ideal. It kicks it down the road. And at some point, you got to pay the piper. But uh, I, I do expect that they'll find a way to make it happen. This year, in my opinion, is really kind of like a redshirt year right I mean if, if he's yep. going to miss 11 games I don't think that they have a whole lot of hope even though they have a lot of talent on that roster at the end of the day if you don't have a trigger man that you really truly believe in there's a reason why they went out and spent 230 million guaranteed to go get him because they didn't feel like they had a trigger man that they could trust I'm tell, I'm sorry and that was Baker Mayfield at the time now they've got Jacoby Brissett they've got uh, what Josh Rosen they've got Joshua Dobbs I mean come on man they got a bunch of Jags right just another guy they don't have whoa, a whole whoa, lot of anything whoa, whoa. don't you say that about Josh Dobbs the man is a oh, rocket scientist oh get out of here he's not just another get guy get out of here get out of here if he didn't play in Pittsburgh you would have never said that never said that if he had played in las vegas with the raiders you'd have been like oh he's just a jack he's a bum exactly a bum. <laughs> exactly but no josh dobbs is a good human being and he yeah that's cool well in that first you could be as game. nice as you want to be and it's great to be a good human being <laughs> but if you can't play worth the salt you're not worth the salt simple as hey, that dang man you said he's not worth the salt that's no just, that's he's not he's not right. very good everyone knew he wasn't very good when he was entered the league just another no, guy Point being, the Browns are going to be a lot of trouble. We're going to go over those first 11 games, what might happen, and if the Browns need to and can do something to help their quarterback situation out before Deshaun Watson returns in just a minute here. But first, we're going to talk to you guys about Dave. Dave is our um, Dave. Dave is a, is a banking app, and what when Dave, what Dave brings for you is when it's able to. Uh, when you look at when you get Dave and you're able to help get them, they help you organize your funds day to day. If you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're struggling, Dave is here to help you organize your funds and also help you out with some extra cash because they have a feature on their AMP banking app called Extra Cash, where you can get up to $500 instantly. It's more money to fill your tank, buy wedding gifts, catch up on bills, all the things you need to do daily that sometimes just get ahead of you when you're low on, on cash. And if you're stressing out, this is a this is an opportunity to get this kind of money without any hangups. No interest, no credit check needed, and millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping from hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E, Dave. Sign up for extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to Dave.com slash legal. That's Dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Back here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. Q, let's go through these 11 games that that Deshaun Watson is going to miss. And I'm looking at this schedule. It is no walk in the park. There's some teams that you know maybe that, that, that could be walks in the park, um, but they got they face a they faced uh, there's. 12 weeks here because they do have a bye week in week nine. Right. They open up with the Carolina Panthers on the road. Obviously, Baker Rayfield revenge game there. That'll be a huge storyline for, for no everything. No coincidence there either. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no right? coincidence, no coincidence well, was, there was, either. Right. Uh, but Q, big question there, though. Uh, you know, the Carolina Panthers, they've been a team that struggled in the past. You're a big Matt Rule guy. You seem confident the Panthers are going to win that one. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's year three under Matt Rule. I'm telling you right now, watch out. 
If you want to take a hot take from me right now, Matt Rule's going to get it done this year. Year three, I promise you, that's his year. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he's backed up against the wall. Uh, you know, people don't believe in him, and I know that you cover the Steelers like a glove, so you've seen him a lot of times, but you also saw Baker Mayfield when he was feeling himself and thought that he was uh, the end-all, be-all. Now, right now, he's doubted. This is when he's going to be at his best. I think the Carolina Panthers are going to be a sneaky good team, and Matt Rule's going to get it done. I'm a Matt Rule guy. Let's go. I swear, this time last year, you said the same exact thing about No, no, I didn't. Remember, they started out 3-0, and and then when they started out 3-0, and I was like, oh, man, he's a year ahead of time. I was excited because Matt Rule was a year ahead, and then the wheels fell off. So uh-huh. Christian McCaffrey uh-huh. stays healthy. Baker Mayfield is the guy that I expect him to be. The Panthers will be just fine. Okay, we'll see if they will be. Um, they then play the New York Jets in Cleveland. Uh, I think that could be a game that the yeah. Browns still find a way to win. The Jets aren't aren't, aren't that good. They lost Mackay Becton for the season. Zach Wilson is going to be recovering from injury. You're not sure when he'll be back. Maybe they got to play they got Joe Flacco. Flacco but, they hey, got Flacco. Joe, Joe Flacco knows how to beat the Browns. He yeah, did that for so many. He years. looks good. He looks um, good in camp too. He looks a lot better than Zach Wilson. I have questions about Zach Wilson. I don't even think he's going to be a good quarterback. But that's just me. I I've had Zach Wilson questions since he was being prognosticated as the best quarterback in his draft class. I still don't see what, what everyone else saw, but then they go, they, they, they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers night game mm. in Cleveland, the Steelers, man. I know some people think that because Ben Roethlisberger is gone, they're going to stink. I'm telling y'all the Steelers are not going to be some team that you can just walk to Walter yeah. Pittsburgh no. and fool around with. They are going, they are going to be good this year. I've been saying it for a while. You saw in that preseason game, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett, all through touchdowns, and they didn't even have half of their defense. They were also missing their top two receivers, top two running backs, and top two tight ends in that game, and the offense looked fluid. Granted, against the Seahawks, who are sad, but I'm telling y'all, that's going to be a loss for the Browns. I believe they, in Kenny Pickett. I don't believe in Trubisky. I don't believe in uh, who's the other guy, Rudolph. I don't believe in him. Um, Nobody he, he was He was good when he was at Oklahoma <laughs> State. He's not that guy anymore. But Pickett, no. man, I think Pickett's the, the real deal. He'll, he'll probably be starting sooner rather than later. But, no, I, I don't think that uh, – I don't think there's any chance that, uh, that Cleveland wins that game. I think Pittsburgh's going to run them straight out the building. Now, the last game I do think the, the Browns have a legitimate shot to win with no with with Jacoby Brissett this is assuming Brissett is your starting quarterback yeah. with all these games the Atlanta Falcons oh yeah a, a mess a mess of a team right now and they're, they're on the road to Atlanta but after that it's a gauntlet you 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 get to play the Los Angeles Chargers L. I don't see them walking away from that they play the New England Patriots L. I don't see them walking away maybe from an that. L with that one only because I don't know about the offense just yet in New England, but yeah, we'll Mac, to see. Mac, Mac Jones ain't all that, but still, right. that's Belichick. Right, he, he's that's his former team. You know, he's gonna want to stick it to them. Right, then you're gonna then you're gonna play the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. That's an L. Yep, it's not looking good for you. Then Halloween night, you're against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's an L too. Not looking good. You get a bye week. You come back. That's an L. You lose in a bye week. You lose your bye week. <laughs> Just L's all around. Hey, I was man. just I was on a roll, so I just wanted to keep on rolling with the L's. Then you're you're in Miami. You get to play Tua, Tyreek, mm. Jalen Waddle, that offense. There's a chance you can sneak them. Yeah, you might you I'm might be able to win sneak. that one. Yeah, you might win that one. You might be able to win that. So maybe you win that one. But then you're playing at Buffalo. That's an L. I'm sorry. You you losing that. And then your last game before Deshaun Watson is set to return, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
most likely you're losing that one. Obviously, we don't know what's going on with Tom Brady. Uh, obviously, he, he left uh, camp, and we don't know when his return is going to be. I'm sure he'll be back way before this game, but uh, there's a lot of question marks going on. What, what's going on with TB? So, uh, yeah, there you go. But I, I think that'll be an L, no doubt about it. So we're looking at the possible W's, the possible, not even the guarantee, just the possible W's we see for the Browns if Jacoby Brissett's still their quarterback. The Jets, the Falcons, maybe the Dolphins. So from the two of us, we're yeah. saying maybe three wins, right. 11 games. That's That means as, your as, season's as, over. If you win three games out of 11, your season's over. You're three and eight. Now, technically, they could go on a six-game win streak no. with Deshaun. Season's the Texans, over. Ravens, no. Saints, Commanders, no. and then the Steelers. If you go, if you're three games, if you win three games in your first eleven, your season's over, Dunzo. It's a wrap. Nothing left. Make sure you look uh, to the draft next year. It's it's a wrap. It's over. Simple. You got any more? Dun, you got any more done statements? You I'm, throw I'm working in there? on. I'm trying to think of some, but no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but point being, they're up against it. So now the question is, Q. You look at that schedule. The Browns do have a roster. They have a, they have an offensive line yeah. they've paid a lot of money for. They have running backs that they've paid a lot of money for. They have a defense that they've paid a lot of money into. They've got Amari Cooper. Do they go get a quarterback right now? I know I know next year their court their 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 salary cap situation is in a lot of peril. But right now they have forty nine point two million dollars in cap space. Mm-hmm. You could reasonably go get a guy. Now, the question is, what do you go get him with? Because you've traded away so many picks to get Deshaun Watson. Right. But the obvious question out there is, what about Jimmy Garoppolo, who the Niners have been trying to ship for the longest and nothing's happened? Do you pull that trigger if you're the Cleveland Browns? I think you should. I really do. I mean, you got Jacoby Brissett, Josh Dobbs, Josh Rosen. (laughs) None of those guys push the needle. I know Jimmy G is not somebody that everyone's going to get hot and uh, bothered over, but at the same time, this dude was in the Super Bowl. He was in the Super Bowl, and he was one bad pass away from winning the Super Bowl. So I think you have a better opportunity with Jimmy G, and if you can get him out there, he can showcase himself for 11 games. You can either keep him on the the roster. You can move him later on. I mean, whatever the case may be, moving him in the offseason, I mean, I I don't know. I just think that that would be a good move to make if – you're going to go outside the building and look for a quarterback if you don't believe in Jacoby Brissett. And I've heard all the, hey, Jacoby's doing this, Jacoby's doing that, we believe in him. I don't believe in Jacoby Brissett. I don't think he's that guy. I think he's decent, but that's not what they're looking for in Cleveland. They're not looking for decent. If they were, $230 million and a bunch of draft picks wouldn't have been sent uh, Houston's way and Deshaun Watson's way to get him there uh, with the Browns. So I just think that there's... There's a, a an opportunity for the Browns to try to still, you know, gives a little bit of a life, a lifeline to this uh, this season. Go out and get a guy that's been there, done that, Jimmy G. He's just got to stay healthy, and obviously that's a big question. How crazy could it be if the Browns have this bad season that we're talking about? They start three and eight. Deshaun Watson come back. There's no guarantee that when Sean Watson comes back, that everything's going to click. Right. I and mean, you saw in that in that first preseason game, it wasn't all his fault, but he was one of five. But you saw drops. You saw the lack of chemistry. You saw that he still had the playmaking ability, but there needs to be a connection, a chem, a, a, a right. synergy between between the offensive players. There wasn't that in that first preseason game. He can play these other two preseason games, but then he won't be able to play anything after that. So the question is then at week. 13 when he's back against the Texans you know will that be there or will it take a while and you know then they can they win any games then you could be in a situation where say they get to the end of the season they've won five games they're five and 13 or no five and 14 no wait I did it backwards five and 12 your math is terrible yeah listen listen math wasn't my specialty baby that's why I'm on podcast um but uh but if they'd be five and 12 
Now you think, okay, great. The way they'd get to be able to use that pick to rebuild. No, they right. don't have that pick. And right. now the Houston Texans are sitting there like, oh, great. We were, we were bad anyways. We get two super picks. So lots of concern there for, for the Cleveland Browns. I'm right with you. If you're, they are in win now mode. Mm-hmm. They need to go win now, which means they need to do as much as they can to win the games before Deshaun Watson returns. Which means go get a Jimmy Garoppolo, anybody who's floating a quarterback out there that you think is starter cap capable and able to manage games a lot better than Jacoby Brissett. You better go get him. So, with that being said, there are preseason games this weekend. We're going to go over our top stop storylines from those preseason games in just a minute here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, the Friday edition with Chris Carter and your boy Q. But first, we got to talk to you guys about our great sponsors at BetterHelp. Now, if you don't know about BetterHelp, BetterHelp is, is an option for you to go get the help that you need for your mental health to help you deal with, with all of life's twists and turns. Because it's important to show up for yourself through it all when you're dealing with stuff day to day. BetterHelp has online therapy that will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. Myself, I'm a person who there's days where there's a lot going on, a lot of life's challenges and things can come at you really fast and it takes a lot to adjust to. When you have a licensed therapist and a professional who can help you sort those thoughts out, organize them, and then figure figure out the, the way that they're impacting you and better attack your day, it helps you get through your day so much better. It helps you stay focused and have the, and live better. That's where BetterHelp is here to help you with. And it's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help line. It's professional therapy done securely online, and it's available to people worldwide. Why you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. And with therapy, it can take a few tries to find the right fit for you. So that's why BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change therapists if needed. And if they have a special offer, we have a special offer there for our listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. Go to betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month of online therapy. Again, that's betterhelp H E L P dot com slash Locked on. All right, we're back here. It is the Friday edition of the Locked on NFL podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. Q, let's talk about this week two of the preseason here. Week, week three for you, as you say, because yeah, you've, you've, you've been at it for a bit. Been there, I know that. you, uh, <laughs> listen, listen, we, I, I, I've been, I've been the, the, the guy I've had to cover, you know, the, the hall of fame team. It is not fun to have an extra week <laughs> of preseason. Nobody enjoys it. It's not, it's not more, more enjoyable. It's just, uh, it just drags things on a bit longer. So let's, let's start with, with, with your Raiders because they're playing the Dolphins. It's game three for the Raiders game two for the Dolphins. And I think everyone's eager to see Tua, Tyreek um, and Jalen Waddle, and see how they do against the Raiders team. They're excited to see Derek Carr and Devontae Adams right. and maybe see some guys there. But, you know, Josh McDaniels, does he even play those guys? What do you see is going to happen in this game as far as who's going to – we don't care about who wins. We just want to see what kind of action and what kind of matchups we'll get to see in this one. That's a great question. You know, we asked Josh McDaniels, uh, the head coach, on uh, on Thursday, you know, what his plan was going into this Saturday's game because traditionally week three is the, you know, dress rehearsal, but it's not week three for the Miami Dolphins. It's only week three for the Raiders and the Jaguars. So uh, he said that he was non-committal on it, and, you know, he said it was about situation 
National Football. So whatever he decides to do in that situation is what he decides to do. So uh, we really don't know what to expect to see. And, and the thing about it is Josh McDaniels is really trying to create just competition all across the team and see who's the best guys for what. And that's the offensive line, defensive line, secondary, you know, wide receivers outside of Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro. There's a lot of competition going on. So it's really a wait and see process. I think that you're going to see a couple more of the starters. I don't think that you'll see Devontae Adams or Derek Carr, but everyone else, I think you might see a few reps from them come Saturday versus Miami in Miami. Certainly could be interesting there. Other games we're looking at your, uh, your boys, the Matt, the fighting Matt rules, ah. a, a, AKA the Carolina Panthers. Q loves him some Matt rule, man. He always hey, that's had the guy, man. I believe in Matt rule. I believe in him, but they go up, they go up against the Patriots Friday night. Okay. It's a chance to see round two of Baker Mayfield versus Sam Darnold. It's a chance to see maybe some Mac Jones. I'm intrigued to see the quarterback play there because they're all young quarterbacks, yeah. all looking to prove themselves. And I'm intrigued to see, do we see some solidification of who is the starting quarterback for this season for the Panthers? That's a good one. I mean, it's no doubt in my mind that Baker Mayfield's that guy. Uh, he's going to be the one that leads the charge, give the Panthers the best chance to win. Sam Darnold obviously isn't, or else they wouldn't have made that trade. Uh, honestly, for me in this game, I'm looking for the Panthers. I want to see if they have any kind of idea uh, at yeah. all if who their offense is uh, going to be uh, you know, featured around, uh, if Matt Patricia's really going to be the guy, because you know he's also doubling down as the offensive line coach, and so he's focused on offensive line, but he's also uh, focused on uh, play calling. I don't think that's a good dynamic. I think the Patriots in this upcoming season take a major step back. I, I, I thought Ooh. losing Josh McDaniels was going to be a big deal, but I didn't think it was going to be as big of a deal as it seems to be. They lost not only Josh McDaniels, they lost uh, Carmen Brasillo, who's the offensive line coach. They also lost mm -hmm. Mick Lombardi, who is the offensive coordinator. So there's a lot of loss there in New England. So I think that they take a massive step back, and I don't even think they get close to sniffing the playoffs. That's just my hot take for Friday's show. Interesting hot take there. I there appreciate the hot take. So it always makes it always makes the show a little bit spicy. That's what I do. And Bengal fans Here. won't get mad at me because I'm not talking about them. Right, we'll get to, we'll get to them we'll get to them oh, in a little damn. bit. Bron Broncos at Bills though, not that it's going to you know not that this not that Russell Wilson and Josh Allen are going to go at it for sixty minutes, but it, I still think it's important. I I'm, I want to see Russell Wilson command this offense. I want us all. I also want to see Josh Allen get some playing time. I'm eager. You know, I'm I'm itching for real football, man. And right. when you see two quarterbacks like this lining up against each other, it'd be nice for even if it's just like two or three series to see how they do in, in, in these professional environments and in a in a preseason game. That's a Saturday 1 o'clocker that I'm interested in, especially because I think the Broncos, they're that team in the AFC West that a lot of people are sleeping on and saying, ah, oh, they're well, they're just going to suck this year. But then they got they they got Russell Wilson. They have some talent at wide receiver. I'm intrigued to see if they, if that's a roster that can put it together. That, I mean, I think I'm intrigued as well. I think the whole AFC West is going to be a dogfight all year long. But my biggest question mark is, is similar to what you just said. My biggest question mark is the Denver Broncos. I want to see how Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson Wilson, how they gel together. Can they gel quick, fast, and in a hurry? You know, is that offensive line going to be able to hold up? Does Russell Wilson hold the ball too long? There's a lot of questions I have. When Russell Wilson is the man, what does he have? He has a strong defense and a really good run game. Well, the Broncos are supposed to have a strong defense and a really good run game. So if they do, he could absolutely be at the top of his game. It's just going to be interesting to see if he's actually going to be at the top of his game. We'll see if that's the case. Bengals at Giants Sunday uh -oh. night, seven p.m. The Bengals, of course, uh, they had, you know, it was uh, Joe Burrow had to get an appendix surgery. 
um, and that that that's been situated. But everything looks like it's on task for him to be fine and good to go for the season. Yeah, uh, I'm intrigued to see how the Bengals looked in this one. I'm also intri- intrigued to see what do the Giants look like. Uh, as you said, Daniel Jones, uh, he's uh that, that guy that guy's on a bit of a hot seat. Um, he stinks. You know, a, he's on the way out. He stinks. He's he's not even hot seat. He's just out of here. He's out of there. Brian Dayball even said, uh, I, and I don't remember the exact quote, but it was basically to the point of uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to get first team snaps as well. So that lets you oh, know man. that Daniel Jones well, is not is not so getting, much for that. Right, exactly. He's not getting the majority of the snaps. That's not Brian Dayball's guy. He didn't draft him. He didn't pound, pound the table for him. He came over from Buffalo. So what he's going to do is say, yeah, I'll set you up for success. Oh, you don't have it? Okay, let me go to Tyrod Taylor, who's not the greatest, but at least I know he's consistent. Poor Tarod Taylor, man. Like, <laughs> all that guy has ever done is work hard. Yep. He had a doctor puncture his lung when he <laughs> was with the Chargers. Yep. He's just been on a team that's beat him, that's had him beat up after beat up after beat up. Man, now he's with the Giants, and it's going to be rough for them. But I'm intrigued to see, you know, the Bengals, Jamar Chase back out there um, and, and and how they look as a girl. I just want to see how much that offensive line takes a step forward. Yeah. That could be interesting. Last game I want to talk about here, we could talk about Cow- Cowboys Chargers, two big teams, but – I'm also intrigued to see Ravens Cardinals, Hollywood Brown Ooh. just traded to the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I I I think that could be interesting. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson's contract situation. Yeah, how does that continue to play out? These are two teams that I think could be kind of wild cards in each of their conferences. I think the Ravens, they're my favorite to win the AFC North this year. But after all the injuries they suffered last year, I think they're ready to go on a rampage. The Cardinals. I think that they can be really good or really bad. I don't think there's an in between. I think that when they if they play really well, they're tough to beat. But if they if they start to fall apart, I think they fall apart hard. You saw that last year with how yeah. bad they fell down the, down the cliff. Um, I, I want to see how these how these teams stack up against each other. Especially, I want to see also the backups who's coming in, who's going to be the support for each of these teams because these are two young rosters that need players to be stepping up. I'm just going to say, side note, do I hear police sirens in the background for you? No. <laughs> Chris Carter's recording podcast in the totally hood while, while he's uh, he's ducking uh he's ducking bullet shots or bullet uh yeah, yeah, you're 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 good luck, man. Good luck. Hey man. That totally threw me off. All I heard was sirens. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell's going on there?" God, I can't even concentrate on what the hell we're the doing. Fu- the fuzz, man. The- the the fuzz is looking for me, man. That's man, what's happening. Apparently, right apparently. Uh, yeah. I forgot we were it's, talking about. Hey, this. man, I'm in the I'm in the me I'm in the mean streets of Pittsburgh. You don't know what it's like, brother. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm in Henderson, Nevada. I'm good. <laughs> no, Henderson, not just Henderson. I'm Nevada. good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you live it. You live in life. You live in life. Um, okay. <laughs> we will. You know what? Let's the, focus. I don't want to end on that because because we got more. We got, we got more signs. Apparently, there's something really going on. Yeah, right. you got some. You um, got some problems. Going. You're going to be on the next episode of Cops. Do they still have that right. show? This is this is the episode. <laughs> I'm, you see them breaking into into the into my house, taking me out as I'm recording. This is how it's going to play out. <laughs> Chris my Carter God. on Cops. <laughs> hey, hey, that would be the the best, be the most watched locked on NFL episode in the history ever. I give y'all permission to use it. That'd be uh, awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. But I, I do actually. I just, I said we were going to skip over, but I don't want to. I want to go back to it. Cowboys Chargers. Okay. These are two teams that they are the perennial 
when you read like the Street and Smiths, the Sporting Newses, yeah, and they do their who's gonna win every year, the Cowboys or the Chargers, their Super Bowl picks, and then neither of them make it there. But is this a year? I know you used to do used to live out in in, in the Dallas way. Yeah, for is sure. this a year where either of these teams make a serious run? I think the Chargers have an opportunity. I think every team in the AFC West has an opportunity, right? They're just that good. And, of course, everyone's waiting for Justin Herbert to take that next step. But I'll tell you right now, the Cowboys, I don't think they're worth the salt. You know, I think their defense is going to be good, but they lost Amari Cooper. He's now in Cleveland. Uh, they have Michael Gallup coming off a torn ACL. CeeDee Lamb has some stitches on his foot because, well, he was doing some tomfoolery. His words, not mine. Uh, so there's there's a lot going on there. Zeke Elliott's not Zeke Elliott that he was coming out of Ohio State. Tony Pollard's never been used like they – uh, say he's going to be used. Kellen Moore is a really good offensive coordinator if you're on a 7-on-7 seven seven league. I mean, there's a lot to to wonder about when it comes to the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy's a terrible head coach. You know, I mean, there's just there's so much. And oh, by the way, Jerry Jones is still Jerry Jones. So yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to be terrible and I think that the Chargers have an opportunity to make the playoffs. So that's, that's it in a nutshell, pr- pretty much. Man, you just assassinated the Cowboys. Dude. Yeah, I did. so you, you listen, man. The Bengals fans were pretty wild, but Dallas fans, they're they're they can chirp, man. Oh, so Dallas fans, they're, they're they're not doing anything. They're, Le- they're leave no. leave my boy Q alone. He no. has taken enough. Heat I ain't worried about. Life. Hey, look, man, look, man. I worked in Central Texas, so I was there covering the Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboy fans can't tell me nothing, man, because everything that they can tell me, I can back it up with facts, not fiction. I can back it up with facts. Listen, I I went to undergrad at Cheney University, the first historically black college out in the Philadelphia area. And man, let me tell you, the Eagles Cowboys wars were like none other. I've oh, seen yeah. I've lived through Steelers Browns, Steelers Ravens, all Steelers Patriots, all these rivalries that the Steelers have, even Steelers Raiders. But Eagles Cowboys was some of the worst hatred yeah. that I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen what Cowboys fans would, would do. I've seen what Eagles fans are the craziest. But I've seen that that rivalry, and I'm intrigued to see how they respond to you, sir, calling them out here on our national I'll call them out again. Here. Cowboy fans, come for your boy, man. At your boy Q254. <laughs> Holler at me, man. I'll tell you. Uh, the Angle fans were one thing. Cowboy fans, I ain't worried about nothing. Ain't worried about nothing. nothing. Wow. Yep. Yeah, li- listen, man. That was your boy Q. He's that over was. there. Don't, that was. Don't, don't, don't look at Chris Carter. I'm, I'm chilling right now. 559. Five, uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to, yeah, whoa, whoa. I was just whoa, kidding. Whoa, I was kidding. Don't make. Don't make me give out your government name. You do that anyway. You do that anyway. I was just <laughs> I kidding. I do that all the time. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be calling my phone anyway. and be like, hey, Q, I thought you said that. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> make me change my number, y'all, man. I don't want to do that. Y'all better, ch- y'all better chill out. Don't do it. Don't do it. Right. Anyways, no, this has been the Locked On NFL Podcast, the Friday edition with Chris Carter and your boy Q. Q, thanks so much for being a great co-pilot through all these shows. Let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. At your boy Q254 on Twitter, as you'll recognize at 254, that is a Central Texas area code right there. And, you know, shout out to the Cowboy fans. I know your pain. Cowboys and the Raiders are very similar. I'll say that right now. I cover the Raiders for Lockdown Raiders podcast. They are very similar. So uh, when I talk trash to the Cowboy fans, I get it because, well, Raider fans have been there, done that for a very long time. Same thing, man. So it, it is what it is. But shout out to everybody, man. Appreciate y'all listening to the Lockdown NFL podcast. Chris, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Uh, you can you can listen to my show just like you listen to this show and Q's show. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube. Remember, he hosts Locked On Raiders. I host Locked On Steelers. We host the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast where you can get all, everywhere free just like you get all of our podcast platforms on the Locked On 
network, whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, college, whatever we Got it. Thanks so much, Q, for being a great co-pilot. Uh, you can also read my work at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, where I cover the University of Pittsburgh's athletics department. It's going to be a fun year. Pitt football is ranked number 17 in the country. Mm. They're going to be go- they're going to be making some waves in the ACC. I'm intrigued to see how that plays out. Kenny Pickett's alma mater is going to, I think, going to have another big year. Thanks again for checking us out here. We'll be back on your screens and in your ears next week. Stay tuned. Monday, Locked on NFL Podcast. We'll be back breaking down all the action from week two of the NFL preseason.